Hello. You can say, like, we're back. Okay. Okay. So say hello again. Hello. Okay, do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, one more time. (laughs) Hello. We are back here at Still Struggling. It is still Fran. Oh, I'm Brie. It is still Brie. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm still Fran. We wanted to thank everyone who listened to our first podcast, family, our three friends. You know when you get famous, you always have critics. (laughs) (laughs) Do we not have them? Because I haven't heard of them. Well, my biggest heckler tells me I talk too slow. Who's your biggest heckler? I don't know. Um, can anyone guess who my biggest heckler might be? Is it me? It is! Oh my god! No, I can give you a hint. It's not Simon Cowell. It's Brie. So I'm sorry if I'm talking too slow. Just scream at your phone. You're still speaking slow. That's the funny part as you're saying this. So speed it up. Due to many hundreds of requests from all of our loyal fans, we hear the people, we listen to the people, and today we have with us a very special guest, the king of Susquehanna himself, Black's God when he can actually get on the field when he's not injured, Einstein himself, Sir Isaac Newton wearing his pie shirt today in the studio, Logan Frank. Uh, first off, Fran, Bree, thank you for having me. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I kind of feel like Joe Rogan here, but I'm just Logan here. But yeah, I'm really excited to speak. And uh, shout out my homie Rob Swenson. Happy birthday today, yesterday, and tomorrow. So the topic we are going to be talking about with Logan, as if you do know Logan Frank, this would make extreme sense to you, <laughs> is confidence. In order to talk about confidence, we're first going to talk about some things that block one's confidence. The first reason why a lot of people don't have confidence is when we base our definitions of ourselves based on other people's opinions, which is usually when we lose control of our own identity. Yeah, like you let other people decide who you are. You're not doing things just because you want to do them. Your confidence comes from being accepted by other people instead of doing what actually makes you personally feel the best. And Logan has a nice little quote here that he uses what opinion should matter not my quote either uh i don't know who i heard this say but it was a wise old man probably coach moan i uh, who knows it's uh it's like when you're making an important decision pass it through your 80 year old self and your five-year-old self your purest and wisest versions of yourself if you get approval from those two guys usually you're chilling Right. And like, we also assume what people think about us a lot. Like we're always like, oh no, they find us annoying or this person finds us that. And we're like, oh, how do you know that? And they're like, I don't know. I just assumed it. Like a lot of people usually don't even say their opinions on you. You just assume people are externally judging you. Yeah. Brie does that a lot. She'll be like, he doesn't like me. I'm like, why do you say that? She's like, I don't know. I I can just tell. (laughs) So a lot of you have probably watched Shark Tank. If you haven't, Five investors, one person comes, pitches their product. I'm hoping that the investors will want to put money into their idea. So usually when these people come in and none of the sharks like it and they all take down their idea, you don't see them walk out of the studio and they're like, they're right. I'm going to quit the whole thing. No, because these investors only listen to their idea for 10 minutes when the people that made the product have been through the entire process and knows how much work it's taken to get there. And they also know the capabilities that the product does have. But often you're going to have peers, even family and friends that are just going to be like, all right, man, yeah, 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 sure you are. Okay. Like they're, no one's going to really believe in you. Um, 
So, ooh, oh, puberty, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think we should get into some examples, I guess, where no one believed in you. That's where we're moving. Okay, um, so for a pretty good example, I'm going to speak on L5 across again, my little personal training thing back home. Great example of time no one believed in me. Uh, basically, the entire process of building it, it was kind of one big joke for a lot of people, and I need to hire like college lacrosse players as trainers, and I wanted to get into the girls' market. And there were all these girls from my high school that played D1, and I hit them all up, and they basically, just like laughed me off. They're like, okay, Logan, like we know you, you're trying to finesse us somehow. We don't want to be a part of this. I was like, okay, that's fine. Fast forward six months, we got 80 clients and building a facility and all this stuff. And now they're texting me like, hey, like, hey, I need a summer hustle. I need a winter hustle. Can, can I come work for you? And it's like, <laughs> but, um, I mean, but yeah, that was, that. that's a perfect time where I felt a lot of pressure from people that I was going to fail. And it almost motivated me to shut them up. And now that they're coming and asking to work, it's like, oh, well, you know, this, this feels kind of good. Uh, I like that. And like that shows you know yourself the best. You know the things you do the, the best. They're getting a 15 second preview of you. People form their impressions of you within the first how many seconds? It's the first three seconds. Oh, wow. Someone, that's that's how, quick. Yeah. It's going to be like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they already hate me. <laughs> but um, people don't know you the way you know yourself. So you can't base how you feel or how confident you are in doing something, how confident you are in an idea about someone's like quick little preview of it if you listen to the first three seconds of our first podcast or the first point we made you might not be here listening to the second one like even if our first podcast got two views we weren't just gonna stop because we are passionate about this and we had this idea that we wanted to do whether had the potential to help one person or i however many of people actually listened like we are still gonna do it yeah but it also like if no one texted us we liked it they liked it or like they didn't reach out, I wouldn't automatically assume like, oh my God, all those people hated it. Like, I feel like we assume that people are externally judging us when they actually provide no opinion. Because sometimes we think when people say nothing, that's saying something. Yeah. And regardless, if people did make fun of us, we'd still be sitting here making the second podcast. But don't start hate mailing us. <laughs> we don't want it. Yeah. If you don't like it, you can keep saying nothing. You don't have to say something. So the first point we were talking about is basically like how your opinions are defined about yourself based on what other people think of you. But then it goes even to a further extent of how your actions can be defined on what other people think of you. So I don't know, maybe it's just a girl thing, but if you ever went to like a football game in your middle school years, there was usually a large group chat that was like, are you wearing leggings or not? Because if you wear leggings and I'm not going to, but if he wears jeans and I should wear jeans and then all that stuff. And then you say, do I put the polka dots on my face? <laughs> like red red, white, red, white, or do I go red, 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 white, white, white? Do they go in a squiggle from above my one eyebrow to under my other eye? And then they're like, I want to wear a tutu because then maybe like number 42 will notice me. Not if you make everyone in your friend group wear the tutu with you. You're not going to stick out a lot. Sorry, Sally. <laughs> Who was named Sally in this generation? No one. All the Sallys listening to this. <laughs> All the Sallys deeply hurt by what I'm saying. <laughs> but I would like to say we've developed some independence past that phase, but it still feels like in a lot of us, there's a resonating feature of needing to Be conform to like the status quo. Yeah, I agree. Like, I just pretty much dress like pretty basically either like jeans, leggings and like sweater or sweatshirt. But then there's my sister who just has the confidence to wear literally 
anything she wants and then everyone's just like she looks so cool so like it's the people with the confidence that, like it pays off for them like they have the confidence to like go outside what is typically seen as normal or like the basic look and then like if you don't know who emma chamberlain is she's a super popular youtube influencer but a lot of people have made fun of her styles over the years yet they have quickly adapted to people's normal dressing style yeah like she'll wear something people like that look like that's so weird like i would never think to wear that and the next thing you know everyone's wearing it so like she doesn't care about the general opinion which is amazing me on the contrary i went straight from my halloween practice to the cafeteria in my jersey shore costume the looks i got were just ridiculous i felt like i should never walk into the cafeteria again this is where it goes into something else you think everyone cares about what you're doing Sorry to tell you, no one really is watching, ever. Yeah, like, no one's going to see Brie around Susquehanna's campus and be like, that's the girl who three weeks ago wore the the hedgehog pink pajama pants into calf. That's her. She's so weird. Like, you go through all this effort to not embarrass yourself. Like, I was going to change before I walked in. I'm like, who cares? Like, none of these people in this cafeteria are going to remember, nor is it going to be the resounding point in our day. One time, um, my travel basketball team got to play at Madison Square Garden during like the halftime <laughs> performance. So I got there, ran through the city, got there on time. Now, take into consideration, I just ran through the entire city when I tell you what happened during the game. And she's actually awful at basketball, so don't take Not into- true. Not true. Okay. So tip ball, everything was going great. Someone passed me the ball. I was at the three point line. I'm like, this is a resounding moment. 10,000 people watching me. Like, imagine if I sink this. No. I airballed it completely. Um, I did hear a large laughter coming from Madison Square Garden towards me. The game ended zero to zero for our entire travel basketball team. Did I go home a little sad? Yes. But then I'm like, none of these 10,000 people recognize me. Like, I don't get DMs this day being like, oh my God, it's airball. Okay. And also the people at Madison Square Garden are there to watch the Knicks. They're not there to watch Brianna Mon, seventh grade superstar, airball the three-pointer. It's intermission. You're getting like, popcorn hot dogs nachos like i'm going up to get my nachos i don't care that brie just missed the three-pointer yeah like sure there's some scrawny little 13 year old airballing you laugh at it for a second but then it's over with you know and like that haunts brie to this day like that is probably the fifth time i've heard that story that's because that's why also when they're like who wants to the half court shot nope that'd be embarrassing if i missed that one too i'm like pretty decent at basketball but like when i'm playing with my friends i still will not like try because god forbid like that's the one day that i'm bad and then i'm like actually trying my i'm not confident enough in my ability to like go hard oh yeah everyone always pulls this sometimes like oh but i wasn't like trying like when you're singing in the car with your friends like no but that wasn't like my real voice yeah (laughs) so like i I don't try because then if i am trying like my confidence (laughs) i'm not confident enough that i will perform to my best level our friend ted we were talking about this topic last night he said this is a direct quote from him nihilism is helpful sometimes nihilism we're like huh (laughs) what's that what's that (laughs) he said nihilism is believing that nothing in the world really matters if you know ted i consider him a nihilist (laughs) but like obviously you shouldn't believe like nothing matters at all like what i do it doesn't affect anything believing you matter yeah that's the whole point of this podcast you matter but like if you want to do something like super cool or super fun like don't not do it just because you're like oh my god someone's watching me they won't remember here there's a beautiful quote i heard from uh Childhood inspiration of mine, uh, Shia LaBeouf, you know, starring in Holes. I think he stole everyone's heart in that performance. But uh, just do it. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, not only Nike slogan, but also Shia. Yeah, Nike, you get no credit for that. Strictly Shia LaBeouf. Like, if you have the chance to win $50,000 by shooting a half-court shot, boo-hoo, if you miss it, the people will forget. You're one of however many people that tried to shoot it. But if you don't do it because you're too scared that someone's going to laugh at you, you could have had $50,000. Who knows? My dad won a grill once shooting a half-court shot. And guess what? I've benefited around a thousand good hamburgers off of that. (laughs) So imagine that. Just picture that in your mind next time. So there were these four guys on the baseball team in my grade in high school that wanted to try out for the high school play. None were dancers, singers. No, this is not the plot line of High School Musical. (laughs) But they could have thought like, man, it would be embarrassing if we didn't make it or all the guys on the team are going to think we're losers. But they tried out and they had the time of their lives. It's actually so funny because my dad, like when he was in high school, the whole football team used to do all the plays. Really? Yeah. See, like you'd think like people would be like, oh, that's so embarrassing. But then you see people up there and you're like, like, why am I afraid to do things? No one cares at all. Well, not even that. Like that goes into performing actions based on what other people think. Yeah. If you only do things that you think people will think are cool, you think people think they think we all think. Um, Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're only doing things because you think they will be accepted by society, you could miss out on some of the best times of your lives. Yeah. Or like karaoke. Everyone always doesn't want to do karaoke. No one cares. My parents met. My dad walked up to my mother in the library and just said hello. Now, that would be weird in like now if some guy just came up to you and was like, hi, you're like, why Why are you speaking to me? I don't think so. Like, that's like one thing. Thing You don't have the confidence to shoot your shot because you're scared that you'll end up embarrassed. But who knows? You could end up with, with your husband. Yeah. And we assume that's weird, but it's like, how flattered would you be if someone just like walked up to you and said hi to you? And then like, what's the worst that happens? She says no. She texts in her group chat. They all have a laugh. And then the next day it's over. Yeah. I will be sitting in the library for the next five business days. <laughs> (laughs) back corner if anyone wants to say hello another so a lot of people don't have the confidence to go outside of the norm that's kind of what we've been talking about people don't have the confidence to go outside of the norm because of fear of rejection fear of embarrassment blah 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 all these other things that society ruins for us but people who do have the confidence to do things sometimes it catches on and then you seem so cool like all cool things at one time had to not be cool because things become cool because they're different so we went around of course asking our friends what are some things that you used to do that weren't cool and now they are cool so to start, our friend Emmy. Apparently she had a growth spurt in high school <laughs> because the flood was coming. Her pants were up to her shins. They were high waters. So she was like, wow, this is really embarrassing. My pants, there is a 12 foot gap between <laughs> my sneaker and my the end of my pant leg. My son- she was wearing capri sweatpants. <laughs> She started tucking her sweatpants into like the top of her athletic socks. Just because her sweatpants were that short, they couldn't make it all the way down. So she had to pull her socks up. And now if you see, you have to see it walking around campus. Like lacrosse players is a wrestling thing. People just do it for style. people do it. Yeah. You always see people with their pants tucked into their sock. And Emmy's like, that's- I I did that. I did that. Not on purpose, (laughs) but I did that. So I went to Nashville last year. And since it was like obviously a really, like southern cowboy place I'm like I need to buy a cowboy hat so I went to the cowboy hat store because that's an actual thing there and it was $40 and I thought that was a reasonable price because I'm like this isn't an authentic cowboy hat you know so I wore it around Nashville and you think it'd be like Mickey ears and Disney no 
<laughs> no one no one wears cowboy hats there. So I was just definitively it was like putting tourist right across my forehead. But it's I like wearing a fanny pack on a, in Hawaii. <laughs> it's like wearing a floral shirt in a fanny pack in Hawaii. Don't forget people, you need your passport to get to Hawaii. When you put on a cowboy hat, you feel like a new person. So that was not the end of my cowboy hat. Then I think I went to Party City, one was closing near me, and I bought another cowboy hat. It was pink, much more bold. So I wore that one time. And a lot of people are like, what is this girl doing? Like, does she think she's the main character? So it was like, people thought I was kind of strange. Then I decided to buy seven more cowboy hats because I was just defying the status quo. Most popular Halloween costume this year, cowboy, space cowboy. Wonder where you got that from. Yeah, I only have 17 cowboy hats, light up, USA, purple, pink, green, everything. So that's a time where I'm like, you kind of just got to go with your own flow. And the biggest thing that wasn't cool that we made cool, (laughs) you guys are going to relate to this. Very hardcore. Now, in front of Degas team, you might have thought it was a huge game of Connect Four. Sadly, no. (laughs) There are just large circles that you are allowed to sit in. Now, we got here late because we were, we are sophomores. (laughs) And we were sitting in the circles and a couple like people were passing by that we knew in different grades. And they're like, what are you doing? (laughs) And we're like, we're we're sitting in the circles. And they're like, no, no one does that. Brie asked the lacrosse freshman, she's like, do you guys sit in the circles? And they're like, no. No. They're like, get out of the circles. No one sits in the circles. And we're like, oh, we're going to stay in the circles. Yeah. Now you pass by, people are having a lot of fun in the circles. It is now like a social event in the circles. So as many people were judging us as they were walking by, they were probably thinking, ah, I wish I had a friend group to sit in the circles with. If you ever want to sit in the circles with us, we'll be there. Yeah. If you don't have anyone to sit in the circles with, send us an email. We'll grab lunch, sit in the circles. We'll grab a circle with you. We'd like to get a question to Logan. What do you think makes the difference of developing your confidence? Um, all right. Fair disclaimer here. I, uh, I'm one of those guys that gets in those really cringy, like motivational YouTube rabbit holes. The biggest one here is a nice quote for you. Stagnation is the devil. If you don't know what to do, do something and do your best. Um, I think a lot of people get stuck in a position where they don't really know what they want to do, uh, especially at this age. I don't know what I want to do. Um, but I'm trying to do something and doing my best. And the earlier and the harder you go into that, the quicker you fail and the quicker you learn. A lot of people don't have confidence because of the fear of failure. Yeah, that goes back into caring too much what people think about you. Like personally, I'm really afraid to answer questions in class. Even if it's asking a question about like a topic I thoroughly researched for years and years. Like I went to Antarctica and studied penguins and they're like, can penguins fly? I'd be like, I don't don't know. Like I might know, but I don't want to be embarrassed. You could ask me a question about like my literal own blood relatives and I'd be like, I don't, like maybe I shouldn't answer just because I'd be embarrassed like who in class do you really remember anyone that's like oh no that kid yeah in my micro class he answered four instead of five and he's now not in college like no yeah he did not know the equation for unemployment yeah it's he's gone now he is now going to be unemployed because of it like George Washington could have been my father and they would have been like who was the first president I'll be like I think I know Like, I'm pretty sure it was my dad, but I actually don't know. But you're going to fail regardlessly in life. Like, if you pick some low, boring job just because it's safe, you're still going to fail. So might as well fail at something you actually like doing. How do you know you're going to fail? You fail regardlessly in life. There's Stop no way saying you regardlessly. Because it's a word and it's very good. You fail regardless. 
you learn the most in life by failing. Failing is the way you learn the most. So go and do what you want. Be bold. Here's the kicker. We talk about all these reasons why you don't have confidence, but then you're like, how do I literally gain confidence when I have none? Like for those of you who don't have confidence, such as myself, here's a great little a tip for you. Fake it, fake it till you make it. So faking it till you make it, you pretty much pretend you're good at something until you actually become good at it. You attempt to do something that you've been wanting to do and then eventually it just like happens. We each have some personal examples to explain it. We can start with Logan because he usually does have the best examples. I can't tell if there's sarcasm behind that or not, but I'll <laughs> roll with it. So if if you know anything about me, you know I'm the single biggest BSer in the entire world. I walk around on baloney 25 <laughs> and that's because I'm a firm believer in faking it till you make it, but honestly it's kind of more of a fake it till you become it thing and that's kind of cringy, but uh, here's an example for you. In high school, I was a god-awful student. I almost had to repeat my sophomore year. I just, I sucked. I didn't take notes. I didn't go to class. I didn't do my homework. But then when I got to college, I was like, wow, my parents are like paying for this, man. I, I should probably do my best. So I just started doing the things that good students did. I just sat in the front of class and tended to be smart and asked questions if I didn't understand something and answered if I thought I knew it. And in that process of BSing, trying to appear smart, I actually slowly started learning things and building habits. So fake it till you make it and fake it till you become it. Right. But it is true in the sense of like, if you actually pretend to be the person you want to become, you'll start becoming it. Now, if we want to take that one step further, talking about um, like confidence and happiness and stuff, you know, action will turn into emotion. So if you sit there and you do the things that confident people do, or you do the things that happy people do, and you experiment with those different things, they become a self-fulfilling prophecy of sorts, um, kind of along the lines of law of attraction. And eventually you'll you'll wake up with a big old smile on your face with your chin up and your chest out. I did sit in my mom's college psych class when I was in high school and listen to her tell me that if you wake up and smile as enough times a day, it is proven to eventually make you a happier person. Bree, I can tell I'm talking slow, but it takes a while for yeah, me to like, think. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast almost over after Fran's sentence. That moves into the belief theory of manifestation. So what manifestation is, is kind of like, you either like write down a bunch of times or you like say out loud or like there's a bunch of different ways of doing it but it's essentially putting out into the universe asking the universe for what you want now a lot of people have like different theories of why this works it's kind of like the law of attraction you attract what you want but the reason it does work i personally believe is just because you're being selfish like you're stating what you want you almost believe that it could happen so it's not really just because like you're repeating it a bunch of times you're actually like saying what your goals are and it's making it more clear to yourself and it's kind of showing you have confidence. I agree with Brie. You're putting something into the universe, but then even if you don't know it, you're taking action to go and make it happen. So I can say I want to be successful in life. I'm putting that into the universe, but then like my success, like I'm still going to be here at college working my butt off. I'm still going to get experience that will help me. So then I might be successful. And then can I, I'd be like, oh my gosh, the universe listened to me. I now am living my best life. Mm -hmm. like, I put myself there. Like I can say like, oh, I want to become such a better runner. Like I want to be able to pass all these run tests, but then I can't just like write that down and then go sit on my couch. Like I actually have to make steps towards it but it's a good foundation because it's showing like i am capable of eventually getting there i think a minor probably like you could be like i want someone to love me i want a boyfriend you just put it in a box yeah. and then all of a sudden freaking uh like what's his name kevin jonas <laughs> no 
Fabio <laughs> comes out of the ocean and is like, Francis, I've heard you're looking for a lover. That's not how life works. And also, like, you can't just, like, write that down and then, like, go sit in a corner and then you're cold to everyone around you. Like, you have to... Manifestation is, like, being openly looking for these opportunities. Mm -hmm. Logan did teach me about manifestation. I wasn't always as much of an expert. We did have to discuss it because before this, I just thought every day I could wake up and say, I hope Sean Mendes appears on campus today. I hope Sean Mendes appears on campus today. He's so beautiful. For the sake of Rob Swenson and I, we just want Sean Mendes. And then he just hasn't he just hasn't magically appeared yet. But then Brian and Logan were like, you have to do something about it. So now I know every day I have to wake up, DM Sean Mendes, please come to Susquehanna. He says, what Susquehanna? I say, you'll know when you get here. <laughs> so when I didn't make the middle school play, tragically, because I messed up the words in the Hairspray song, I was sad about it when I wasn't on the list for the play. After that, I did not go sit on my couch and then I'm like, let me wait till next year to make the play. No, I got singing lessons. I got dancing lessons and I got right back out there. And then she manifested, I will make the play. Like I will make the play. I will, I will make, make the play. play. But she also went through two years of singing lessons. And personally, I want to know what she sounded like before. But, but I made it. Was it pity by the directors because this girl keeps trying out for everything and not making it? Maybe. Maybe it was. And, but, and now you're listening to ensemble number five. And that is why I'm currently majoring in musical theater. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another thing is how to get confidence when you have none is a lot of people think confidence is like becoming this whole new person. Like I'm going to become this better version of myself who's smarter, prettier, all this stuff. Confidence isn't becoming a new person it's accepting who you already are you, i'm at a loss for words that's thank the you. most revolutionary thing you've ever said thank you but yeah the people who i know that are most confident they are just uniquely their own and honestly it's what i love most about them if this isn't even an example like what we were talking about before with like like don't let people change what you like to do yeah like charles our friend loves talking about aquaponics which is something to do with plants <laughs> he's very invested in plants none of us really find that as cool but the fact that no he doesn't take like oh that's not really cool he's not like oh i'll stop doing it it is cool that he's an individual person that has individual hobbies you will not be a different type of person or have any unique characteristic if you have to conform to the status quo always yeah and like my sister will make her own clothes wear them out wherever and just not care what people think and then it just turns out that people 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 admire people with confidence. Yeah. And then everyone at American Eagle is like, you look so cool. And yeah. I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> a lot of people, you have to remember all these people that are so cool and like famous now. All of them started with like a small fan base trying to convince people that what they were doing was cool. Like Jojo Siwa was, if you know who she is, she's now a pop star, maybe a millionaire. She makes a lot of money, but she started as like this annoying, annoying bratty kid on Dance Moms. And everyone was like, this girl is going nowhere. Like, like she's too much but she took her personality and almost made it into a brand and was never was phased by people telling her she was too much and that's the reason she stands out from literally everyone else yeah so in conclusion you just have to accept yourself as unique human being do what you want regardless of what you think other people will think of you just because it makes you happy do what makes you happy regardless of what others think and then inherently that will turn into confidence now embrace what you consider to be your flaws in terms of like caring about what other people think we we all have 
a couple very in-your-face insecurities that we have to deal with all the time. Um, mine, personally, is uh, I'm not exactly vertically inclined. Um, and I'm extremely vertically inclined. <laughs> I am 5'9 in my good shoes and 5'8 in Vans. Um, so when people ask me how I'm doing, I usually go 5'9 with a dad bod. How about you? And I just address <laughs> that insecurity right away. I wear it pompously. If you can almost play it off as a funny role, it adds a whole another aspect to your personality. Uh, so own that. Yeah, I think that's a path that all three of us here take. We make fun of ourselves before other people can make fun of us. And I actually, like, I am very insecure about my height. Like, people know that, too. But, like, we make fun of our own insecurities, but not because we're scared of other people making fun of them. I feel like I don't do it because of that. It's just, like, it shows that we are, like, everyone has insecurities, but you can also be comfortable with them. Like, you come Brie, off as a much more, are you going to mention my teeth? <laughs> no, I said I make fun of the things I love. And then I said, I'm like, not Brie. insecure about my teeth, <laughs> even though I was extremely defensive about that. You just exposed uh, yourself. No, then, thank God this is a podcast. They will be fixed and six to eight months <laughs> right now i look like michael strahan no you're going to look like michael strahan see this is the things you need to do you need to make fun of yourself you don't actually have to do that but that's just the route that we choose to yeah, take yeah, yeah so there's a difference in being confident and then being arrogant you don't have to walk around like you're the best person in the world you just have to walk around being happy with who you are but then there's also a difference between that arrogance of just pretending you're better than everyone else and then being a little selfish in order to in order to benefit yourself selfishness isn't always a bad thing i think there's the main difference is if you don't care about literally anyone else's feelings and have no regard for them that's too much but if you're prioritizing your feelings first that's where you should be i think a lot of people fall short from that they think that like when they're like oh i want to do this for myself but it's going to hurt their feelings or like i don't want to cancel plans because it's going to hurt their feelings if you need to do whatever you want to then you should just because it's going to hurt someone else's feelings they're also looking out for themselves yeah i mean there comes a point where like if someone's really struggling there are times where you're feelings do need to be set aside because they need you right now but if you just like are so passionate about something and you think i can't do this because it might be stepping on someone else's toes that is where things you sometimes have to step on other people to get what you want like not in a no but you're never gonna really get what you want if you're always regarding other people's feelings before your own like if you're like oh my god we're going for like the same job like i don't want to like have a messy friend like no you also have just amount of the same passion as them like you both deserve an equal shot and if you consider their feelings it's almost like you're being rude to yourself Ex you're not even considering yourself exactly like in high school i really wanted to be vice president of the student body i didn't want to be president that's too much like i said before vice presidents don't do nearly as much we'll do the position that doesn't require much work but my best friend was also wanted to be vice president so i could have been like oh like i don't want to hurt her feelings if i win so i guess i'll have to like i just won't run no I wanted to like why should I not get it she's not not running because of me so at this point I had to be a little selfish and I was like no I want this I'm gonna do it and then I ended up winning and like that's looks good like getting into college and stuff but like I was passionate about that I wanted it I wanted to be a leader for the school and if I would have been selfless and just been like oh we'll give her this then I wouldn't have gotten to do what I wanted and what I was passionate about and a lot of the time if you're not selfish and you don't do things for yourself you're not gonna be able to give anything else to anyone but seriously the the balancing activities nobody can be go 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 no car goes forever without refueling you know what I mean so take a day to do the things you need to do satisfy your guilty pleasures here and there but 
if you were trying to be 100% all the time, you were going to burn out. So how does selfishness convert into confidence? Once you start putting yourself first and like recognizing your abilities and realizing what you deserve, you develop a certain sense of standards and then you have confidence towards the world. You're like, oh, I don't deserve to be treated that way. Or like, oh, I do deserve that position. Like you start to realize what you actually have earned over the years and start to give yourself credit. It's not only that, but once you start putting yourself first, you start to see what you're really capable of and what you can do you're like wow i'm pretty good yeah on the topic of selfishness um i'm a painfully selfish and terrible person so i'm really excited to speak on this so i was working this this job at a a crane sales company and they kind of invested a lot in me and they were expecting me to work really hard for them but honestly i just disagreed with like the culture of the place and i wasn't really passionate about what i was doing i felt like we didn't add much value to anyone's lives and i wanted to focus on l5 which is like a little lacrosse training business I had that I was a lot more passionate about. I just kind of told my boss, I was like, listen, man, like, I know you've put a lot of time and effort into me, but uh, I hate this. So I'm going to go do what I love. And that's what I did. And it's, it's paid off really well. You're not just going to like gain confidence overnight. And we know that because we also struggle with confidence, but it's just like, you have still struggling with our confidence. We are still struggling, but you have to remind yourself, like when you get in like these pits of like no confidence that like, why are you like torturing yourself? Like you obviously deserve better and like other people's opinions of you really don't define you as much as you think. Yeah. A lot of times we're assuming, like we talked about this, we're assuming what people think of us, but really that's just what we think of ourselves. So if we start thinking about ourselves as being these amazing people that kind of radiates that energy and then people are like, wow, like she's pretty cool. Thank you so much for listening. It was an honor having Logan on here. Yes, Logan, thanks for being here. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, all the listeners. Thank you to Rob Swenson. Love you, brother. So thanks again for listening. And thank you to everyone who listened to our first episode and is hopefully returning to this one and hopefully making it to this point. I can't wait to hear through our email, Still Struggling Podcast, all the ways you guys are being selfish. Hopefully that does not backfire. But we also do have an Instagram, at Still Struggling Podcast, I believe. Um, Thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you next time. This was still, still struggling, struggling with Fran and Brie and Logan. Woo-hoo. Thanks so much. See you next time. Love you. Bye.